I've clipped Brandon Sanderson's podcast before when I was just getting into the Wheel of Time uh, in December last year. But now I'm returning to Brandon again because he pulled off one of the most interesting tricks, which I've also talked about in May, which was to sell a book, a series of books on Kickstarter. And here he is talking about the process and why he chose not to go with Amazon and how others can try it because they should. I wrote yeah. a big kind of manifesto for my website a mm-hmm. uh, few weeks back in the middle of the Kickstarter thing where I'm like explaining some of these ideas Yeah, that I don't think that this is the death knell of publishing. I do hope that I've changed some things and made some questions be asked. Yeah, And I kind of went down a couple of points. And point number one is this is not me declaring war on publishing. Yeah, This isn't even me declaring war on Amazon. I like Amazon. I'm still going to be releasing things with Amazon. Mm-hmm. It is me being really worried about the market share that one corporation has in the publishing industry. Yeah, it's really over the top. Mm-hmm. The numbers, when you look at ebooks and audiobooks through Audible and physical books distributed through Amazon, you know, what is it? 80 or 90% of the books people buy are what, going through Amazon at some point? I came up with 85% of my yeah. books being sold, all formats completely. Mm-hmm. through Amazon. I could be off by a little bit on that, but it's not wildly off. Yeah. And do you remember when Amazon turned off the ability to buy our books? Were you hit by that? Um, During the contract negotiations with Macmillan? Yes. They, you know. Yeah, all, they, the, all the tour books. All Macmillan books just mm-hmm. couldn't be bought for a month. Yeah. February 2010, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Print or ebook, or I don't think they owned Audible then, but yeah. basically just... Amazon turned them off, and that was totally within their rights. You don't have to sell something you don't want to sell mm-hmm. at your store. Totally within their rights, but right. also a very clear yes. punching the wall next to your head Yes, and letting you know, I am willing to go too far to get what I want. Right. That's a really good image, punching the wall next to your head. Yeah. Right? Like, And I learned that lesson. All these last 12 years, part of the reason I did this Kickstarter is mm-hmm. I learned the lesson that they taught me, yeah. which is you do have my entire life in your hands. Mm-hmm. And that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. And I again, why is Amazon successful? They have the best user interface, the best user experience. Mm-hmm. That's what they've done. You know, they have done some questionable practices. Most corporations have. Yes. But at the end of the day, the Kindle took off because they made a good product for people. And so I can't really begrudge them that, but I I worry about that. And I noticed some things. My manifesto kind of talked about this. I don't know if you've noticed this, but the rise of indie author-supported advertising on Amazon over the last five or six years, early 2010s on Amazon, if you went to the page for The Way of Kings, say Mm -hmm. 2014, I'm guessing, yeah, you might see an ad for an Amazon Kindle, but almost all the books being featured on that page for The Way of Kings were books people had read who also liked The Way of Kings and had rated highly. And so if you went down right underneath, it would be like, here's other Brandon Sanderson books, and here's other books that people who love this book like. Yeah. Which is a really good marketing tactic, right? Mm -hmm. It's a a great way to cross-pollinate. It lets new authors, if their algorithm worked right, which is how I would set it up, that if even if you only have like 10 or 12 reviews, but you're newer and those people also liked Way of Kings, then maybe you'll show up there. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's too much gaming that could happen with that system, but I think you could figure out a way to make it not gamey. Yeah. 
over the next years at Amazon, they replaced almost all of that with ad space yeah. that they're charging indie authors to appear on the the page for mm-hmm. Wave Kings. They're charging indie authors. They are also pushing their own books. Yes. Because during that time, they have become a content producer. Yes. Instead of just a distributor. And we see the same thing with Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, their algorithm used to be, yes. you liked this movie, you're going to like this one too. And now you get a couple of those and most of it is Netflix originals. Yeah. We spent money to make this movie. We want you to watch it, whether <laughs> whether or not it has anything to do with the thing you just finished or not. And Amazon's doing the same thing. Amazon's doing that. And the thing that bothers me about this, man, we're going to have to talk. Next week, we promise we'll talk about a movie or something (laughs) for those who are not interested in this. But what really worries me is Amazon made indie publishing work Mm -hmm. by giving really great royalties. Yeah. Right? But now they're kind of hidden charging people. They're taking away that royalty by making it pay to play. Mm -hmm. That worries me. It worries me that a couple years ago, ACX, which is self-publishing on Audible, mm-hmm. just dropped their royalty rate from 60% to 40%. Yeah. Just, nope. The we pray, can. We're the biggest yeah. in the room. We can do what we want. We've altered the deal. Pray we don't alter it further. Exactly. Right? Is what they did. And that's ridiculous to me. Absolutely ridiculous. Because if an author records their own audiobook, and all they're doing is having Audible host it. Audible deserves some money for that. Sure. But the generally agreed upon percent that we've decided that's worth as a society is 30%. That's mm-hmm. what most of the platforms get on most of the things they sell. And maybe that's too high. Maybe that's whatever. But I don't think it's too low. And Amazon's just said, no, we want 60. We want double that. And you just have to play our game. And there is no other game in town. And so... Part of this Kickstarter was to say, well, maybe I can make another game in mm-hmm. town where yeah. I can release the audiobooks directly to my fans without having to use Audible. Yeah. Now, this is a really good time to point something out uh-huh. because I want to head off one of the primary responses that uh-huh. always pops up when people start talking about this kind of monopsony situation uh-huh. is people will start using it as a justification for piracy. Right. Like, I can just stream i can download and pirate these books and these audiobooks because screw amazon yes you can but please don't because you're also screwing us and when you pirate books the creators that you ostensibly love are suddenly not getting paid for them and so it actually is very difficult if you want to stick it to the big corporation you end up sticking it to us as well yeah i mean the a better response to that is instead of buying a Brandon Sanderson book, which is only offered on this platform I don't support, mm-hmm. I'm going to go buy a book by this indie author, support them on the platform I do like. Yeah. Right? That's a much better way to put your money where your mouth is. And yeah, anyway. But regardless, that was kind of like point number one for me mm-hmm. was this idea of, of I, can you still do what you want to do yeah. without being under the thumb of Amazon? And again, I have a lot of friends at Amazon, mm-hmm. and I think they do some great things. I certainly don't want to declare war on Amazon. I sure wish they would, you know, treat their warehouse employees a little better. Yeah. I wish they would make some changes in the way they approach things. But at the same time, I wanted to have this thing. But I also kind of want to show some stuff to New York. Mm-hmm. So part two of my manifesto was, hey, New York, meaning traditional publishing. Yeah. There's a couple things that I think you should be doing. 
and the main one is I'd, I'd like to get your read on this, is bundling print books with an ebook. Free ebook if you buy the print book. Yeah. That is something I've always wanted because I would love to have all three formats together mm-hmm. um, because there's a lot of books that I am listening to or that I'm reading on my Kindle. I have a Kindle. Um, and then when I get in my car, I think, I wish I could just have it pick up where I am and keep reading. And if they bundled different formats together, you could do that. There's a lot of economical reasons why that doesn't necessarily work for some publishers because they are relying so much on ebook and audiobook sales. But I really just I think know. it's a thing I, we should have I, solved. I, I agree. I think that it's, and when, you know, I was talking with you and mm-hmm. with some of your staff prior to the Kickstarter, I was absolutely in that team as well. Mm-hmm. Is, is, you know, if people are buying the print book, give them the ebook along with it. I accept that the audiobook has different costs. Mm-hmm. The size of hosting an audiobook is non trivial. Yeah. Beyond that, paying for the audiobook narrator and things like that is also non trivial. Definitely. I think you can charge separately for that, but making the ebook once you have the print book is trivial amount of work. It's like an hour for Peter to make one, maybe less. And that's just because Peter really likes to look it over and make sure everything is working together Mm -hmm. and things like that. And Yeah, but just exporting a file out of like InDesign or whatever into Mobi. Yeah. And beyond that, I think that the industry will always say we want to support bookstores, independent bookstores. If you found a way to package that ebook with the print book, it is advantages the bookstores because people Mm -hmm. are going to Kindle instead of their local bookseller because it's super convenient to have that ebook. It just really is. And if they knew they could go and buy from their local bookstore and have a nice book for their shelf and get their ebook, then... Well, and you talked about logistics earlier. Mm -hmm. That is also a logistical problem to solve. It is. Because how do you do it? Do you have a receipt... Mm-hmm. Website where you can redeem a receipt to get an ebook. Yeah. Do you have like a scratch off lotto ticket in mm-hmm. the back cover of a print book? Yeah. Uh, how do you stop someone from going into a bookstore, taking a photo of the QR code, and then taking your ebook away so yep. that you don't get it? There's a lot of problems that need to be solved there in are. order for that to work. I think they are totally solvable and we should have by now. Mm-hmm. And I can think of, and I'm sure the listeners can think of, a dozen ways to solve each of those problems. Some better than others, but I think they should have solved that problem. And the other one they should have solved that mm-hmm. I've been yelling, uh, well, yelling too. I've speaking been loudly. Speaking loudly about <laughs> how I think the industry should be doing this is I think we should be offering, how should we say, upsell potential. We should be offering a more expensive product for those who want it. Yes. And that is the main thing I wanted to bring up mm-hmm. because I think more than anything else, more than any other single factor, what your Kickstarter has proven is that what people really want is books that are more than just a sleeve around a story. Yep. They want an artifact. They want an object that is- They want a piece of art. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They want some kind of neat thing to have for their house that they can sit on a bookshelf, like all the stuff behind you, whether it is an autograph or a fancy leather edition or illustrations in it, they want something that's more than just, I printed out that ebook, you know? Bandai Namco sent me this sword that's behind us right now. Oh, that's really? That's from uh, Elden Ring. That's so um, cool. <laughs> I assume this was either one of two things. Either mm-hmm. they sent me, sometimes they put together these things just as promotion 
to give to influencers mm-hmm. to open up on stream. But oftentimes, I actually haven't looked. I should look. These are the $500 edition of the game you can buy. It comes with a sword. It came with a cloak. Oh, nice. uh, yeah, it had a sword, a cloak. <laughs> it had this nice little wooden thing. It's mm-hmm. real nifty. And they know that's one of my favorite game series of all time is the Souls-like mm-hmm. games. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they sent me that. But have you ever seen anyone other than me sell a book bundle that comes with a cool swag item, right? Well, yes. Okay. I know a lot of indie authors mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, now off the top of my head, I can't remember the name. I did a book event, a couple of book events with this woman in the Northwest. Oh, and I'm so sorry that I can't recall your name. I do this. I'm old now. And she always has book swag. She has okay. things to give away at signings. She also has fancy upsell versions like you're talking about. Does she have... I'm, I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, but mm-hmm. what I'd want is not just having swag to sell. Everybody figures out having swag to sell. I yeah. want an exclusive swag item that when you pre-order the book or buy it in its first week, it comes with this thing. Like when you bought the Lord of the Rings special edition that came with the Gollum bookends. Yeah. I love those things. Mm-hmm. And what I think New York should be doing is they should be selling these. Absolutely. And a they're Barnes not- and Noble is half toy store already <laughs> right yes but publishing mm-hmm. is not and yes. one of the things that a lot of people who are not inside the publishing industry don't understand is that it is so slow to adapt mm-hmm. so remarkably slow they still think of themselves as kind of silver age science fiction you know yeah. we sell books to bookstores and and we print out these paper things and they're adapting very slowly and so these concepts of you know, someone like you mm-hmm. who is doing this and you have your own warehouse and you've built your own supply chains, you can get like, I'm going to give you bookends. I'm going to give you a statuette. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a cloth map or whatever it is that you're selling. Traditional publishers have printers and that is all they have for fulfillment. And so asking them to do this stuff requires them not just to sell some extra things, but to change their business model. It does. And they have thus far been very, very reticent to do that. And hopefully them saying what I've done here is kind of proof of concept. The part of the problem is, though, I am Brandon freaking Sanderson. Exactly. Right. Uh, And what I can do legitimately, people should be asking, can this scale to other Mm -hmm. people? I think we should be trying. I think when a book that you're excited by comes out and you go to Barnes & Noble and you pre-order it, they should be saying to you, would you like the bundle? Here's a sheet that shows you all the cool stuff that would come with it. Or we have, you know, for the big books, like here's a replica display of the thing you Mm -hmm. can get. Do you want to upgrade to this? When you go to your indie bookstore, they should be able to just order that version for you and call you and say, we've got your book bundle. And you come and you've got a sword, right? Which is great. And I remember five Mm -hmm. to 10 years ago, this used to be more common to see authors trying to do that on their own. Mm -hmm. Like if you pre-order this, you can, you know, show me the proof and I will send you a thing. Right. And that's so expensive for authors to Mm -hmm. do it on themselves. And you don't see it much anymore. But I do think this is a clear proof of concept that that is what can really drive sales. And that's what a lot of fans want is more than just print out the ebook for me. They want something else fancy and big. How's that, Ben? (laughs) 